Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, aka All About the Truth, aka All About the Real Housewives. Today, we recap the latest Miami and Beverly Hills episode. We hope you guys enjoy. Hi, Chartel. Hey, Roxanne. Happy Friday. Yes. I was so excited about today, Chartel. Like, so excited because I earned at my job this, like, take a day off this month. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take off Friday because then Monday I will have a long weekend, right? So I'm so happy. And I was like, I need rest. I went to my doctors. They were like, you're, I still have whatever the hell's going on. They're like, you need just to rest. And I said, I'm just going to rest. My kids will be in school. Boom. We're good. I I went to sleep at like seven yesterday. I wake up at 9 PM. I have a text for my school, for my children's school that says it is a snow day tomorrow. (laughs) I was like, I was like, Oh my gosh, you guys, there is zero snow where I'm at right now. Yeah, why it, did they why did they do that for today? They always said it was going to be like a 3 p.m. like starting thing. Exactly. So like, they oh, because said, when people pick up? Yeah, but it doesn't matter because if it's going to start around 2 or 3, it won't be that much. Like, it exactly. won't be an issue. So I love my kids' school. But, like, again, my kids go to private school. I feel like private school, any excuse to not have school, they do it. I was going to say, because, like, I know public schools are allocated a certain amount of days, so they probably were like, let's use them. We've had we've had a very mild winter here. Like, we have not had snow yeah. at all. So they're probably like, let's use them, let's use them. But, like, I don't know what public school well, does. Public, so is, yeah, public, well, public right now, is they're all in school. Because <laughs> why wouldn't they be, you know? I'm just like, so I woke up today, and my kids are on TED, and I am craving Olive Garden for lunch, okay? It's, I know, right? Gross. Oh, but, wow. Okay, guys. Olive Garden sponsor us. Right. So I I just said gross, but I actually love yeah. Olive Garden. It's my, like, one, what's that word? Your chain? Like the, the, yeah, like the one chain where it's, like, your weakness. It's Olive Garden. So I took my kids, you guys. It was just... It was not okay. I was not okay in there, okay? First off, it was a 25-minute wait. I never knew Olive Garden on a Friday at 12 was popping. Um, and it was in it was 20 a 20-minute wait. And my kids, like, I rely so much on my husband, Chantal. I don't know how people do it, just one parent. I really don't. Because I was about to go crazy on my children because they were just on 10. So I call my you're not like the authoritative one. You're just exactly. Like, hey, no, I try to be, but they don't take me seriously. But my husband looks at them and they're terrified. And I'm just like, I want that, but they won't take me seriously. So, and my husband always says, he's like, this is why I don't like going to restaurants. Cause he has a brother who loves doing that stuff and taking our kids. And he's like, I hate doing it. I called him on my way home and I was like, that was miserable. He's like, where'd you go? I was like, Olive Garden. He's, I was like, you know, the kids wanted to get out of the house. He's like, so where'd you go? I'm like, Olive Garden. He's like, so you wanted some Olive Garden. <laughs> You're <laughs> gross. I would never, you guys. Like, I don't think I've been to Olive Garden since I was like 10 and probably the last time was with you. And yeah, literally. Never... <laughs> well, they're, Chantal, you did cut off right now. I don't know what just happened, but their breadsticks are really, really good. So... Um, yeah, I don't know what happened to Chantel, guys. She just went MIA, so. Oh, can you hear me? 
I can hear you now. Oh, okay. I was just saying how I, I would never like Italian food like that, like that type of Italian food. Because it's not authentic. Yeah. It's like all frozen. I love like the rolled, the real like, you know, real pasta made um, from scratch and like the real sauce, <laughs> not the frozen ship and like they, yeah. they make away with it. I know. And then like, oh God, I don't know. It was just honestly, whoever is a super mom and takes their kids to a restaurant by themselves, you are the most amazing human alive because the whole time I'm worried about people judging me, the whole time they're like spitting at each other, like, like doing annoying stuff. And I was just like, this, yeah, this is not ever worth it for me. This is not ever worth it to do again. So um, and I'm also hitting, I'm, or I am 27 and a half weeks pregnant, Chantel. So yeah, when I want Olive Garden, I'm like, let me go get some Olive Garden. <laughs> well, you, you know? eat whatever you want, girl. That's all I can I say. But yeah. Like, so, go get some like good grub, you know? I know. Right. I know. My husband wanted to take, he like planned a date night tomorrow, but I'm like, I don't even know if I can do that. Cause I'm still blowing my nose nonstop coughing. And I feel like Chantel, when you're in a public place and you're coughing or blowing your nose, everyone wants to kill you. Yeah, no, I, I I would think that's gross, too. Exactly. I get so scared. I'm like, I just need to stay home. It's been three weeks of this. Chantel's wedding is in less than three weeks. So just pray, you guys, that, like, none of us get sick or this goes away. Yeah, I think hopefully there's time right now for you. That would be miserable. And let's hope I don't get sick. But I've been pretty good about oh, that. Oh, Chantel, your Wi-Fi is a little off today, by the way. Let me move my computer. Let's see. I said, just hopefully I don't get sick. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the main thing, of course. But, like, it's my wedding. So, like, hopefully yeah. I don't get sick. <laughs> okay. You know, not to make this about me. But anyways, uh, let's get into it. Oh, guys, we did. We recorded an episode with Tanisha from uh, Salt Lake City, Heather Gay Stylist. So. Yeah, her hairstylist, so the one who revealed everything about Monica, the one who fell out with Monica. We asked her every question that you guys asked us to ask her, so I'm super interested into what you think. Her and Marillo definitely have different vibes, so I'm interested to see, like, what your guys' thought process is on that. Uh, another thing, Chantel, Joe Gorga, he responded to the video. He went on Melissa's podcast. It's on All About Tear so you don't need to waste your time listening to her podcast, but it's like 10 minutes long. And they literally blamed the referee and blamed the kid the entire time. It was, it, it was, it was scary. So and um, you know what's so funny? I listened to it, and like Melissa was just like, and like I would never record that. And it's like she, the person that was recording, wasn't waiting for Joe to react. Like no right. one right react in, in the like, full footage. It was the it was probably a parent recording their child. Like which yeah. I I with with Charlie's in gymnastics. I'm recording her the whole time. So you know the first like they had like two rounds. The first round. It, nothing was happening. You could see Joe get like all on the edge of a seat, but nothing's happening. She's not recording Joe. Like at times I wouldn't even see him in it. So I was like, shut up, Melissa. Yeah, exactly. But like, maybe like we wouldn't be the ones to like, you know, post it to TMZ, but like, or whoever did that, like, you know, but it just, but when someone acts like that, it's like, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah. We, there's, there's other things that went on. We're going to talk about it on our Patreon. I don't want to be too repetitive, but, and we have a lot to talk about on this episode because we're doing Beverly Hills in Miami. I actually thought Beverly Hills was good today or yeah. not today. The latest episode was actually pretty good. I agree. I liked watching it. I never really got bored of any of the yeah. scenes and it was great. I did complain through it. Like I was like, okay, this is like, this is the stuff I guess I'd want to watch. Yeah. No, I loved it. 
Um, but you know what's so crazy? So when I'm, they're all going out for Anne Marie. So let's get started. And they're all going out to celebrate Anne Marie's birthday. They obviously have to think of things to do. When I was watching them in the limo, I had to pause because I had to go grab some water. And I just like looked at the entire cast that was in the limo. Erica's not coming because she has COVID. And I was like, this cast doesn't match at all. Like they don't have real authentic friendships. And I'm just like, this is exactly why I say, uh, what you would call it is needed. Uh, like a, a cash shake up. Yeah, I agree. I think there's just like, there's some people that are friends, but then it's like, they became friends because of the show. And it's like, they're hanging on to each other because of that reason. And it's just like, let's. Yeah. Let's is, not, you know? Who do you think that about, by the way? I'm curious. Um, I think that about um Crystal and Garcelle and Sutton, like all of, all of their friendships. I do think Garcelle and Sutton are like more, more natural friends. I do think they actually like each other, but I'm sure they played up a lot for the show. Um, 100%. And then, that's that's honestly it. No one else to me um is really good of a friend except Kyle and Doree, but you could tell Kyle's just on a such a different path. That, like- I think Doree and Kyle are friends just because of the show. I actually t- I, I put it in my notes somewhere, but this is a friendship literally for show purposes. Kyle has outgrown this friendship. Yep, I agree. Yeah. And you know, um, you know it's well, we'll talk a lot about this because a lot of things Kyle has done and said today, um, is quite shocking because you're just like, yeah. you know, and I, and I will say like, I think growth is important and I think it's great for people to grow and change and do things. But like what she has um, grown and like grown out of in the past, like eight months to a year, I guess at this point is a lot. Like, I don't know how anyone can just handle all that change. Yeah. 100%. Um, so this is where, so they, they go to this like winery, they shop first. And this is where I wrote, you could tell Kyle has completely distanced herself from Doree. Like at the winery during lunch, Doree is baffled by everything Kyle does, by everything Kyle says. And it's like I said, they're, they're, this is a friendship out of the show convenience. They have nothing in common, especially now that Mo and Kyle are over they literally have no, you know, at least it would be like, well, we can't like each other. Let's double date. Yeah, they were now it's not friends. even like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I will say Kyle's confessional look, she really does look the best she's ever looked. Yeah, she's killing you. You, you have know, to give it to her. What's, what's crazy is like in her confessionals at this like dinner too is like where she says like, this is where she says like, I've outlived LA, which is just shocking to hear. Shocking. It's like, what? Like, now you want to move out of L.A.? Like, it just it just blows my mind. Like, you've lived there your whole life. And I, if you want to lo- move to, out of L.A., go and move out of L.A. But it's like so many things. It's like your husband. Because Kyle husband. was always about, I'm from Beverly Hills. I'm born and raised in Beverly exactly. Hills. Like, she, <laughs> sorry. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. She was an advocate for Beverly Hills. So, but then Morgan comes in the picture and, is Morgan from Texas, like a country singer? Like, I don't know. Is she? I, I have like no idea. I mean, we can I don't think she's out. from, I don't think she's from Malaya, but Morgan seems like the type where it's like, this stuff is too much. And now Kyle thinks it's too much. And I'm like, girl, what? Yeah, a hundred percent. A lot of her influences and a lot of things that she's feeling, or maybe she, like she's claiming like she doesn't speak her truth as much of what she feels. And that's why she like, she said that, like, I think later on the show, that's why she like really likes Morgan. Cause she always says what she feels and likes. So it's like, you were hiding a lot of these things that you were thinking. Morgan Wade grew up in Virginia. Yeah. I just saw that. 
Yeah, so way think, different than LA. Yeah, way different. Dude, she's only twenty nine years old, which is scary. She's younger than us. She's what? younger than us. No, right? Like that doesn't make sense. She does to me look older. Wow. I don't know. I mean, that's that could be Kyle's daughter. Yeah, I mean, Farrah's older than us, Chantel. I know, I know, but like even yeah. like, it's crazy. Uh, but, but at the same time, like, guys, like, do that all the time, so it's like, whatever. No, I know. Um, so, they start playing a question game, and, again, Kyle brings up how Mauricio, she doesn't like when Mauricio, you know, she's had a issue with him liking someone's picture, or you don't have to follow everybody on Instagram just because they followed you. This is a Kyle we've never seen. We've only seen them just have each other's back, be supportive, and she's never once complained about him. But, you guys, this is why we should never trust any relationship, ever, 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 because God knows this isn't the first year that Mauricio's following girls on Instagram back. This isn't the first year where he liked a thing. I'm sure people DM him. I don't see Mauricio going out of his way to DM people, but, like, we look at these relationships and we're like, oh, they're good. No, you do not know what happens behind closed doors. This is obviously an ongoing thing, but she's planting it so people know why she's why she's over it, you know? You know, it's crazy. So, like, um, you know, did you watch, you know how they have those after shows? So, she yeah. was, teamed, did you watch her scene with, um, with, um, she was teamed up with Erica on this? Yeah, and she does say, she's like, God knows, like, let's look at his DMs. Like, she knows that he has probably questionable DMs, you know, and, like, that she's gotten annoyed about those things and has told him before. And, like, it doesn't, it yeah. just, it doesn't seem like Mariso has ever cared or, like, was, like, going But her that. saying it, like, her saying it all of a sudden, it's just, like, she wants to, she definitely wants people to know, I didn't leave this marriage because there, there really was so much. I've kept it hidden from you guys. But there really was so much, and this is why I'm focusing on me, yep. you know? So, yep. mm-hmm. um, but, so, she starts asking questions, and she says, like, would you ever date a woman? This wasn't even part of the question game. And what's crazy is Garcelle remembers a time where there was, like, a flashback of Kyle being weirded out by a threesome and saying she's never been with a, a girl before. So, it's so crazy that, that her Doree start doing the scissoring thing and i was like oh my god what is happening <laughs> like kyle is for sure with morgan a hundred percent you guys there's no doubt in my mind every episode that we watch now there's like no doubt in my mind that they've like we keep saying an emotional relationship okay or even even a sexual relationship there's something there and I'll be, sh- I'd be shocked if they wouldn't explore it with each other. Cause they're, they have chemistry with each other. They do. Okay. The way they act is like how a couple acts like, I'm sorry. yeah. And it's really, and it's cute. Honestly, the way that she like wants to be supportive. You could tell Morgan wants to be supportive with her. It's like, Whoa, it's like they, they care about each other's feelings. So it's like, there is something there. And it's like, so just come out and just say it. Yeah, so everyone can stop speculating. Yeah, just know. come out and say, I am. No one would be questioning this. If you just did that. Uh, move on. Right, exactly. So it's like weird. It's like, do you want people to keep talking about this? I don't get it. Uh, 
I always feel Chantel so awkward at the seeds with Garcelle and her boys because her boys are those type of boys that are like such teens and teens are so cringe. And again, Chantel, if we were ever like 15 years old on camera, I would, I would die. Yeah, if I, I ever look back, I'm yeah. like, oh, what's wrong with us? Like, there's like yeah. babies, you know? Yeah, but they like, they're just so goofy and like, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm telling you, they're going to grow up. Just like I've said, Jean's son, uh, Shane from OC, he says, when I look back at how I acted, it was so embarrassing. I'm like, uh, yeah. But I always feel so awkward. Am I the only one? I don't know. I don't feel awkward watching them. I just feel like, I just like cringe like how they cringe. Like, it's yeah. awkward watching, like, like, it's like they feel they feel awkward talking about anything with their mom. So it's like you're going to obviously feel awkward. It's like in such a weird subject. Right. You know? So Dory has a therapist coming to her house. And I died. So the so the doorbell rings at, at Dory's <laughs> house. She tells PK, PK, go answer the door. It as it probably took a few minutes because Dory, like, here's no action happening. So she goes walk to the door. And she sees PK at the pizza box grabbing a pizza instead and i'm just like oh my god this is why like us women are so crazy yeah, to our guys. i like, swear to god like this is the reason like these are the reasons why we can't handle you guys and get right because it was a simple task just go open the door don't keep the therapist waiting and this mother trucker waits and he stops to get a pizza you couldn't have done that before she came <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> So Doree thinks PK doesn't understand the PTSD that she's had since the robbery. PK reminds me, Chantel, a lot of our parents. Our parents really don't believe in depression. Like, I don't know if they don't believe in it. They just wouldn't get it. They'd be like, oh, I would ride my bike in 110 degree weather to school every day. And I was fine. So I feel like PK does remind me a little bit of our parents with that, where they're like, it is exaggerated sometimes or like that's something like I feel like our parents would feel. I don't know if you feel that way. I feel like there was, there's so many things happening in their relationship and it's at the wrong time. And so I thought this was a great, I thought like PK was being very honest. I don't think anything he said was like that, like, whoa, like, why would you say that? Because he was speaking his truth. And I think he yeah. really was like trying to say like, you've changed a lot. And like, that's hard on me too. Like, and I get that you have this emotional, like, Thing that you're dealing with but other than that it's like you've changed a lot so now i have to deal with that and i have to deal with you know your emotional well-being that's happening on the show as well or like from this from this robbery so like i i kind of i kind of felt for him yeah he said that some of the things she does they aren't ptsd like she claims and they're just obnoxious then bravo they're so shady bravo they share clips of Dorit being so obnoxious so and, yeah are you joking like yeah that's, that's annoying for anybody like everyone needs to learn not right. to be negative in any po in any situation that someone's trying to be positive in, you know? So it's right. like, if someone does something nice for you and like, it is hard sometimes and you didn't love how they did it, you just suck it up and you, you be thankful and you just, you just shut up, just shut up. Yeah. It's like yeah. what you have to do. Like do if someone cooked you an amazing meal and they slaved all day and it wasn't that great, you're not gonna be like, you should have added more salt. Right. Oh God. Do I do that sometimes? Oh gosh. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Like we've, we've grown up in negativity. Like that's something yeah. that we have learned because right. we grew up that way. So it's like, it really does trigger me a lot when people are like that. I hate negative people. Yeah. Dorit thinks PK has gotten harsh with her, but based off those clips we saw and, and honestly, even the therapist was like, no, what he's saying, like she was having PK's back where she, like just kind of like you said Chantal, like he was speaking his truth and you need to respond to that and not look at it as a negative thing and i'm sure 
Dorit's going to go back and look and watch those clips and be like, okay, yeah, I kind of get it. But I don't know. She's not aware, so who knows? And I feel like with girls in general, like we, we, um, we like sweep a lot of things under the rug. So like, for we, sure. Well, then like when, when something bad does happen now, you can like put it in their face and be like, well, you weren't there for me, but it's like everything else that he probably wasn't there for her or, or doing for her. So like, she's just using this as an example. And like, she just keeps trying to like come at him with it, come at him with it. Cause she has something to come, you know? So yeah, hopefully like just them talking together to a therapist just really helps them to like move past it. Because yeah. I really do love their relationship. Like, like the minute he started tearing up, like I almost died. I had to go under my covers. But like, oh, I put that too. I put. I literally covered my eyes. Yeah, it's like baby, you know. Yeah, she's too much. <laughs> she's too much. Yeah. But if that's but, all you need is your man to cry, like there you go. Then you're the you're the good. I wrote that too, though. I wrote. I will say, I see Dorit is so head over heels in love with PK, and I believe it. Yeah, me too. And I, and I think so, I think with him too. Like I really think they have a great yeah. great relationship and like just like any relationship there's problems They're going through it yeah. yeah this is theirs and he probably does feel like so much pressure to literally pay and do all these things that jury does she's literally dripped down from designer head to toe every single time you see her so it's like is she yeah oh my god you're rexin are you joking i don't know she's she labeled she, queen she looked really good this episode i yeah, felt like i think her hair change really makes her look great uh yeah debatable so Kyle, so let's move on to Kyle. So Kyle explains her friendship with Teddy and Morgan. Essentially, it's Chantal. It's how we are, you know, with each other, where we tell each other everything. There's trust, support. There's never, ever a question. And it sounds like, I don't know if you felt that, that's what Kyle has with Teddy and with Morgan. Yeah, but, like, with Morgan, it's more like about, it's more yeah, like for a, sure passionate, a passionate, like, trust, a passionate love, like, a passionate, like, there's, it's just different. Like even it's a girlfriend, like, boy, a girlfriend, girlfriend relationship. Like yeah, a like, couple. Even, you yeah, trust your, you she, trust your partner. Yep, yep. Because even when she gets in the car, like the way that like it's like you almost like they wanted to like hold hands. I swear. Yeah, I don't know how the hell Kyle allowed this without just coming, you know, and being honest. But so they get to the celebration celebration party before anyone and kyle's with a coordinator she's talking through things the coordinator's talking through things with kyle morgan starts playing her song kyle cuts off the coordinator to listen to morgan um kyle's like literally smitten by yeah. morgan <laughs> you don't act that way with a best friend you support but you don't act that way right now if Chantel started singing i would never ever act that way and cut the coordinator off to be like oh my gosh and just admire Chantel singing like I've heard it a hundred times like we know your ass is talented that work it girl like that is how I feel not where it's like oh oh my gosh hold on Oh, and and I'm like, like she wanted, and she wanted Morgan to see her watching her, like you know, oh reverse. Like that's so that's cool. where it gets like it's like they both like are just trying to let each other know how much they're there for each other. But like it's just, I well, was, we know too. I know it was wild, but I still don't think at this point though. Like let's, I really. I'll say this, like, I feel like, cause she was still married at this point and maybe haven't had those conversations with, um, she's Marie still Sales married that, right like, now. Well, like I'm saying like, they weren't like separated at this point either that she was, maybe they just were still truly having an emotional like relationship and nothing like physical up to that point. 
Who doesn't love the good things in life? Even though I enjoy a little luxury, it doesn't mean I can always afford it until I discovered Quince. Quince is my go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices. Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50 that are washable silk, tops, and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14-karat gold jewelry. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. High-quality sweaters are necessary, but to get them at an affordable price is a little bit harder, but not with Quince. Quince makes it easy. The best deal I've seen is a 100% cashmere sweater in the $50 option from Quince. I've had it for three months already, wore it multiple times, and it just feels so luxurious. It comes in 15 beautiful colors and tons of styles available. Give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash TRH for free shipping on your order and 365 days return. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash TRH to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it was it was getting to that. So I don't know whether it was like the beginning stages like, have they, like, you know, the kissing, maybe, like, that type of stuff. Um, for Mauricio not to be here is unacceptable. It's not okay, period. But I feel like it does have a lot to do with them having severe marital problem problems, and maybe he's okay with not fixing it, or he would have been there. Because in the past, for the most part, Mauricio was supportive. We always saw him everywhere with Kyle, especially if it was, like, important to her. So... At this point, it's looking like Kyle's in this relationship with Morgan. There's no way Mauricio doesn't know. There's no way Kyle's kids don't know, okay? Because all four of those girls absolutely know what the hell is happening. So, and it, like another yeah. thing, yeah, I thought it is shocking that he wasn't there. And another thing, too, is like the minute, like, I don't know if you even caught this part where, like, when Kim comes in, she's like, hey, can you take a picture of me, Kim, and Morgan? And it's like, why do you need it? Like, I don't know. It almost felt like she wanted a, her picture, like, with you know, her sister and her new, like, her new relationship, you know? It was just, yeah. so, it was just so weird. Everything was so, like, weird. Right. Yeah. I, at this point. I, yeah, I just feel like Mauricio would have been there, but at this point, like, they're, like, we're done with each other type of thing. But he, he still should have came and supported her, but how awkward with Morgan being there, you know? Uh, Kyle's, Kyle hugs Loren's mom. It, is that, her name is Loren, right? Yeah. I think, yeah, Laura, which is her best friend's mom. That was so emotional. The um, thing was, and, like, the fact that, like, she yeah. has kids and her mom is there and her mom just, like, was, like, help me get through this. Like, like yeah. no, no one should ever watch their daughter, you know, like, go bury, you. Yeah, of course. No one wants to ever bury their child. Uh, I feel like, I will say this, you guys, I feel like producers put Anne-Marie up to bring up the health stuff again um, because no one would bring it up that much but anyways it doesn't even matter because Anne marie is a one season person she will never get asked again she talks so damn much and she doesn't seem pleasant to be around i don't know if you feel that way chantelle oh 100 like i don't know how she got a peach like or not a peach like a diamond i don't understand 
from producers seeing what she's brought like to the, the table like yeah why wasn't she just a friend of at that point based on what we see and she's obnoxious she's that girl who thinks she's right about everything and i'm just and they like haven't even showed this it. cast doesn't make sense Unless, like, they started editing things afterwards, they haven't shown, like, even her home life that much. Like, yeah. Like, her home, like, once. So, right. unless, like, because of things that have happened, like, the rumors the about husband. her husband, yeah. they really started editing things out. Because this is the most, the least that we've seen of a, um, a real new housewife yeah. that's official. Yeah, exactly. you're so right. So weird. When Sian opened up to Doreen about how suicide is hard for her with her dad, I feel like Doreen was checked out. Did oh really? I mean, I thought like Dari was gonna say something like, "Oh, why is she bringing it up?" But then like, but then she, I thought Dari was really nice about it. I just thought she was just listening in mute, but she didn't like actually yeah. respond. <laughs> and I was like, Dari, just say like, "I just am so sorry that you went through that." Like it was just like her eyes were wide open. I was just like, "Are you on something? Like what the what's happening?" Uh, Dari revealing some major tea though in her confessional. She says she met Morgan two years ago at Moore's at Mo's birthday dinner, and that she basically found it odd that she, Morgan was there. But coincidentally, says it was the last time PK and her were ever with Kyle and Mo, and ever did a double date thing again, or just like well, couple no. thing again. Yeah. Oh, like or did she say that the last like season like in London? She said um they were that was their last. That she said her. that that birthday dinner was the last time that they were ever all together with couples. But that doesn't make sense because the last time they filmed wasn't 2020. And they, yeah. they, they were just, they were filmed. The last time dinner. they filmed was in 2020, you said? I said it wasn't in 2020. So two years ago was like 2022. 2021, yeah. Yeah, like the end of 2021. Well, that's what she said. So I don't know if it makes sense or not, but she literally said that. She said that was the last time we've been with each other as a couple. So I was like, oh my gosh. And then Morgan was there. So I would think that's weird too. Like, why is Morgan here? This is weird for most party. Yeah, I mean, I don't, maybe she was a new friend, like at that point. Especially because I didn't Teddy the one that introduced, or no, she, she, she found no, her. No, it was that Kyle music. found her. Yeah, Kyle yeah. loved her music. Which, like, who is she? I've never even heard her songs. <laughs> What's so strong about her music? I don't get it. Uh, Kyle feeding Morgan. Chantel, I would never feed you. Dorit's face to that was, it was exactly what I was thinking. This is exactly how rumors start that they're together. Again, I just wish Kyle just come out and say it. Like, you're feeding each other. You're like, <laughs> giddy. That is how I act with my husband. I wonder if she's, like, now that she's watching it, like, what she's really, like, thinking. Like, yeah, right. I, made it, I made it obvious. Like, I really want her to speak on that. Like, I hope, like, they really ask her those good questions at the reunion. Like, you were full on. You were yeah. full on with Morgan during these episodes. Kyle's speech made me so emotional. It's just really sad, the whole situation. Like, the fact that... Kyle was unaware that her best friend was struggling like this. Like, that is just the saddest thing ever. And then they have Morgan Wade come out and sing a song. And the song choice was weird. There was, you know, she was saying, like, would you take your clothes off or lay me f on the kitchen floor? And I was like, what? What the fuck is this I song think, no, right I, now? No, I think it was, like, more like of a... um. Like, would you show your true self to me? Like, that's, like, the type of song that she was, like, she was, like, singing. Right, but it was still, like, lay me on the floor, take yeah. your clothes off. And I was, like, um, I think this is the wrong party. Um, the one thing that, like, um, what got me really sad is that Kyle reveals that, like, um, her friend told her, like, 
appreciate your marriage like two days before you know what she did right. and like she now thinks that like she's letting her friend down and i think that's like i wouldn't be able to like live with that but also maybe your friend didn't know what you were going through in your marriage because you didn't tell anyone anything she told she said that that was like the one friend that absolutely knew every last yeah. thing about her but then like so maybe she was just saying though like you're taking it for granted like, yeah suck it up and like you you have something good yeah, I feel like this episode made me understand where Kyle's at, but I just wish she'd come forward with everything. And I will say, I didn't mind Erica not being on the show. I know, same. Like, I, I we missed, we he didn't have her, but like, it didn't break. It, I was happy. Like, I don't want to see your scenes like on the side. Like, I don't. I'm kind of over her her life. Yeah, I agree because it's the same thing. Like, I want to be back in entertainment. And again, I'm the type who I like seeing family life. You know, I don't want to just see one love- person. I would love to see, like, when she starts dating again, if she shows that. Like, yeah. that would be nice if she gets in a new relationship and she's, like, you know, that kind of stuff, too. But I don't know. I love but how we we never talk about Sutton's dating life, though. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I don't right, want to see your care. first dates. Like, I don't yeah. care. I really, I don't even care about some of my friends' first dates. Unless, like, th- unless they're on their third date with somebody, then I want to hear all the tea. Because, like, we go on a lot of first dates. Like, the first dates suck. Like, I want to hear when you actually like someone. Right. Yeah, so true. Uh, are you ready to talk Miami? Yeah. I'm having such a hard time saying words with an M without my nose, like, plugging and clogging up. Oh. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> oh. Hopefully we don't say Marisol a lot. Well, I do. I literally, the reason I said that is because I see Marisol's name here 755 <laughs> times, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, so, Chantal, Marisol's house, to me, is so cute and cozy. I love that it's nice, but not over-the-top massive, because it's just her and her husband. But you can tell, like, it's a badass house. The way she decorated it is so sick. It's all new inside. Her backyard is so cute. It's probably in a great area. It's just, like, cozy. Me, too. I love, I love like, a medium-sized house. Yeah, I, I mean, I would consider that even less than medium, to be quite honest, but... I mean, I guarantee it was at least like like three thousand square feet. Don't you think? No, I thought it was like eighteen hundred square feet. Oh no, there's no way. You're crazy. You're crazy thinking that house is three thousand square feet. No, Someone let us know. Yeah, no, that one room that like they showed us, like that room alone is like was big. Where she hangs out in, it's like her glam room. Like that wasn't a small room. I don't know, Chantal. Let's. I have to look up this. It's called a coconut grove home. What the hell does that mean? I don't know what that means, but I will look it up. It's a, it's a, it's a expensive neighborhood in um, Miami. Oh, okay. Yeah, you could tell, like, it is, like, in a great location. And a lot of people, like, like, where Chantel just moved to, she moved in, like, the best location. But, like, a lot of the houses are a little bit smaller. Okay. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> what the, why'd you say okay to that? I don't know. <laughs> But did I just throw shade at you or something? Because you were like, okay. No, no. <laughs> yeah, like, let's clear that up right now. Like, what was that? Um, so Marisol's having a party at her house. She doesn't want to be annoyed. She wants it to be, like, perfect. I know Marisol thought about kids later in life. So I love that she has her husband's boys. Uh, Marisol says that also she has really good intuition. And she got that from her mom. And what was so funny, you guys, is we see a flashback of Larsa saying that she is very, that, that uh, Marisol's mom looked at Larsa and was like, you're worried about men. Like you, th- and I feel like that's so true about Larsa because it's so crazy. We even know stories about Larsa of like guys 
from Michigan who were like dating Larsa and like every day she had like a new boyfriend once she got divorced. So I feel like she's so boy crazy. Yeah, she was like always at like on Kiki at the River, Kiki at the River, yeah, hanging out, partying. So like she is, she is boy crazy. I mean, she literally yeah. acts like a freaking eighteen-year-old um, teenager, like around Marcus. Like she just right. is, is just that person. I mean, she was married. She like loved being married. So it's like she just she's used to that. I think. Yeah, I just think she is a like she wanted to get out of her marriage way sooner than she actually did, though. Uh, I can't believe Marisol isn't full-time, by the way. We're seeing so much of her life. It makes no sense for her to be a friend of. How do we know who's full-time and who's not on this show? I don't get it. Well, Chantal, in the beginning, well, first off, Google tells you, uh, like when you search, when you go on bravotv.com, it tells you. And also in, in the, in the song credits, like you, like Marisol's not in it or Adriana's not in it. Oh yeah, they don't have like they're a not tagline. They don't have a tagline. Oh, they're not oh, even yeah. in the cover photos. I like, like I like skip those, so like I forget. Yeah, well, but like it's always announced like that these two are friends of these are full time. So, so Bravo Kiki, TV, Adriana, doesn't. and Marisol are all three not full timers. Yeah, Adriana. Okay. Yeah. Um. So they like bring someone to take out negative energy, but Marisol doesn't even know where this is coming from. Marisol's stepson is just like. They're there, but they're, like, probably, like, what is happening, you know? But <laughs> they were scared. They're, like, what the hell? Dad, who did you marry? You could tell Marisol married someone who was complete opposite of who she usually goes for. Just, like, and I think that's good for her, you know? Like, just a safe choice. But I, And I think that it, it's what she needed. So I, I feel like I really like her husband. Same. I think I think he's a good guy for her. Yeah. I am so glad to see things went well with Gertie. Nicole and Julia come to visit her. And I really feel bad for Nicole because, which I, I like Nicole, but I've never ever cared for her. I feel bad for her because she's getting blamed for the hot club mob party when I really don't think she knew what Adriana was doing. So it's awkward for Julia to watch as Nicole says Adriana needs to own her part because Julia actually knows the severity of how messy Adriana was being, but Julia just stays silent. And I actually just feel so bad for Nicole, but Marisol and Alexia, they knew what Anna was doing. So I get why they're frustrated, but they're frustrated at the wrong person. The one thing to me is like um, with Nicole, like she was just like, you guys need, or like, I don't know if she was like making them be the ones to like bring it up and like strain it out. But it's like, you straighten it out. You, you call them and you literally show them. Like, I did not know. Like you, you explain it to them as well, even though they're, they're being crazy and not really like listening to her, but like you have a conversation with them one-on-one -on -one about it. I feel like she's like, it's a lost cause with them, you know, like they don't trust her. They question her a lot. So I kind of get where she's coming from. Mm. Marisol says everyone to invite to her party except Nicole. And I just hope Adriana, you know, at this point, I was thinking, I hope she does the right thing for the first time. Like, there, Adriana has no reason, no business to even be going to this. She should not be going. So, I don't know. But Nicole says, Nicole gets emotional. I would too. She says she refuses to go to a group event until someone calls and apologizes. And I'm with her here. Like, I get it. Okay. Yeah, I I get it. Like, this last season, they all, like, I, I could see what Nicole was saying. Like, they always blame her for everything. And this was all Adriana, so it's crazy. Uh, I mean, like, she, like, left out Larsa one time from her party. You know, it's like, it's like, they, they kind of all do that with each other. Like, they'll, right. like, 
like they'll stick it to each other and it's like whoa like it's not like no one ever leaves anyone out and she's the first time to be left out of something so like i just feel like i feel like because she's innocent in this like she's it's hurting her i can't i can't stand the way alexia marisol are handling the situation like i really think they're being so like crazy and like it's like get mad at the right person and think about it you guys don't even right. you guys don't even know how you guys don't even, your gut is not even right in the situation yeah like, i i looked at her or something but we'll talk more about that later lisa and logan they were cute they're getting a bank account lisa said that you know she wanted to teach her kid how important it is that she was you know 13 working at her first job was dq what was your first job chantelle um, my first job was probably at your dad's save a lot when we were like working and stocking the aisles. Oh, okay. You were like 11 years old doing that. Well, yeah. Chantal like always worked for family too in the beginning of her like life. Yeah. I did that. I worked at a liquor store. My uncle was like, um, weird. And like, let me and my cousin who were like 13, 14 years old, like sell liquor when we were like 13, 14. So we did the register. Um, is that even legal? No, you can't. You have to be 18 years old to sell to sell liquor to 21 and older. And we were like 14, 13. This motherfucker. I know. And then like, um, and like we would take like cigarette breaks when we were like 13, 14. We were crazy. And then wait, I don't get you guys would smoke cigarettes. Yeah, like because like there would be like Lucy's that you would sell, and like we would just like try them. Ew, uh, who you and Michelle? Yeah, Annie, but. Oh my gosh. Uh, what? That's so and then, scary. And he would leave us, you guys. He would leave us at the store. And like, it wasn't a shady area in Detroit. Like, it was shady area. Okay. So, um, oh my gosh. I know. It was like that guy, dude. My, <laughs> uncle, know, my uncle. He's the best. But like, oh my God. I've worked at a sprint store. I've done a lot of jobs. How about you? Well, my, well, yeah, my dad. But I hated working with my dad. Because uh, I'm You're so just a spoiled girl. I don't think I was spoiled. You were. You'd like, I don't want to go do the aisles. And you would want to sit and like, just do like, oh no, they would make you do the register a lot. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. I, but I didn't like working with him. Cause I, that's like when I would see a different side of my dad and I'm like, ew, like you're not my dad. So, <laughs> um, cause he was so aggressive. So I worked at Victoria's secret and I wanted to get a Henry bundle discount. What happened to Henry bundle Chantel? I don't know. It's not in the mall anymore. That was like the thing when we were in high school. Yeah. And I wanted to get a discount. They offered 30%. I had to stay there for X amount of time. Whoever does retail, God bless your soul. I don't know how the hell you guys do it, especially closing time. Like you'd have to stay and fix up the whole, like, ugh, it's not even worth it. Like that was terrible to me. Terrible, terrible, terrible. So, uh, yeah, that was not fun. I usually stayed. I worked at a salon before. I usually stay at places pretty long. I don't leave. Yeah, no, same. I mean, I, I, I stayed at like everywhere so long. Yeah. Uh, so Larsa's having dinner with her daughter who's in town and I can see her daughter's uncomfortable. Maybe it's the cameras, maybe it's Marcus, but, uh, she's a freshman in high school in LA. She lives the majority of the time with her dad. I feel like Larsa probably misses out so much on her daughter's life and it's sad for her daughter. I don't want to be judgy, but it's very hard for me to, because like Kyle said on Beverly Hills, that she, she feels checked out of LA. But she'll wait till Portia gets out of school to then, like, make a move if that's what she wants then. Whereas Larsa made a move when her daughter was in middle school. And that's, that's like, like, weird. And I wouldn't, like, I would make my daughter go to school where I live. Like, yeah, you're not going to L.A. It's not up to you. Like, if I'm going to be, if I really am so passionate about living in Miami, you need to live in Miami with me, period. 
uh, I don't know. Being a parent is a sacrifice. If if there was like a real reason, Larsa's daughter was like, I just love LA so much. Please don't do this to me. I mean, Larsa lived in LA for like 10 years. So do it's we, like, do what? we know if Larsa goes back just when she's not filming? So like when she's filming, she's in Miami and then goes back to LA and then they go back to Miami when she's out of school. I think she lives full time in Miami. Wow. Yeah, and then, and then they, like, switch over, and the kids have to, like, fly back and forth, which is also obnoxious, and, and, and it's an inconvenience for you to do for your kids. So, I don't know. I feel like Larsa, that's when I say she's, like, boy crazy. Like, she thinks about, like, you know, partying. I'm telling you, she got married very, very young. This is why people should not. Some people, it is successful, but you, you can't get married too young in your early 20s, like, 21, 22, whatever, because she missed out that part of her life. And she's, like, living that now. Chantal, she posted a bikini photo on Instagram. Just Google it right now, Chantal. It says, like, Larsa Pippa, uh, Pippin bikini photo deleted. She deleted it because she got so much hate. Every comment was like, dude, imagine this being your mom. Like, imagine it for a second. And she got so much hate over it. Chantal, you need to look it up. I am. I'm doing it right now so I can see. So she actually did go ahead and delete it. Uh, what do you think about Sophia getting twenty five hundred a month for high school? Um, that is like a shit ton of money. Like that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I felt like that was a lot too. I was. I like, would get thirty dollars a week, a weekend. Yeah, I don't. I don't even think I ever asked for money. I mean, our parents paid for mostly everything, but it's but like if we needed shopping or makeup, like that's when we would need money. And I, like that's crazy to me. Twenty five hundred a month. That's a lot That's of money. Crazy. Like you don't have any, you don't have any bills. You don't have anything. To, so what the heck is a fourteen or fifteen year old spending twenty five hundred dollars on? Well, Larsa says her kids aren't spoiled. Marcus humbles her real quick, letting her know that her kids are privileged. And that's how he'd classify himself. And it's absolutely true. So I'm glad that he like put her in check about that. Cause I'm like, uh, what? Uh and, like what is like what does spoiled mean to them? Like, I don't like that they're not bratty, like they're they appreciate it. Like, what does spoiled mean? Like to me, spoiled is like when someone's just not like just a brat and like doesn't know about real life. Like it's like you do called they even me know what real life is? all of high school. Huh? You called me spoiled all of high school. Because you were a brat sometimes. I was a brat. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Chantel's telling the truth here, you guys. What is <laughs> this? Um, so Alexia is looking for an apartment. And it's crazy because I didn't realize how much accommodations Frankie needs. Uh, that's a lot of anxiety for someone who has only a few weeks to look for an apartment. I know. I feel really bad for them. Yeah. Marisol, to me, Chantel knows how to throw a party. The decor at her house was everything and more. It's exactly if I ever threw a party, how I'd want my party to look. But who the heck spends 50000 on florals for that? Right. Like, yeah. that's what we spend on weddings. Like, and that's, like, a big wedding. Like, like a really nice, nice yeah. wedding. And, like, that, that's for five, like, that's for 500, 600 people. Give her full time, y'all, because she is working to and all the free gifts and everything. Oh my gosh, I love that like martini floral thing she did, and even the uh, I don't even know what that like flower, the pink flower thing in the it wasn't a flower, but the feather stuff in the main table. Like, I don't know, decor, yeah, it was so pretty. Uh, Julia comes, and I know that she's nervous, but the way she entered was kind. It was just rude because. They don't know that she's nervous and she's walking in like, I don't want to be here. And Kiki, I can relate so much to Kiki because she's like, are you good? I know even, even Alexia, they like saw her right away when she walked in. It was like, so like, I don't know how you could be that nervous or that awkward that it was shows on her yeah. face like that much. Like it was yeah. so weird. It was it's so like weird. She, 
it's like she was gonna go in and tell someone that their husband's cheating on them like it's not that deep right yeah kiki asked nicole or kiki asked if nicole was invited i get marisol's thought process that you know adriana said nicole invited anna and she was hosting and Adriana was acting quiet that day, so Adriana's usually loud, so I get why they think it's Nicole, but I just hope that Nicole gets mad at Adriana for throwing her under the bus. They also think Nicole has this relationship with Anna just because at the last reunion, she's like, yeah, I know Anna. She reached out to me last week, actually, so that's also not helping Nicole's case. I know, I know. Adriana is so dirty no it's she, not even okay no it's, it's not. not i'm sorry and julia grow a pair grow yeah, a pair yeah yeah but i don't blame her because like i feel like adriana gaslights her they're like sitting having lunch everyone's there but nicole and larsa of course lisa's late like she's so funny and they're going in on nicole saying that nicole invited anna and adriana is literally staying silent julia can't take it anymore she's trying to do what's right she starts speaking out. Adriana, in, in whatever language she's speaking, is like, don't start. But I just don't know what Adriana expected. Adriana's legit trying to intimidate Julia not to speak up. She's like Chantal when our moms like tell us to stay silent if we're somewhere and we're like, but you did say that. And they like go off in their language or whatever. But I'm like, Adriana, how is this okay that you, you, do you realize you're throwing your friend Nicole under the bus right now? And like they're all watching you tell like speaking a different language. They know what you're telling her probably. So it's like, what are you doing right here? Yeah. Adriana finally says, okay. She says, I did invite Anna with Nicole's blessing. And Adriana says she did it because of Alexia mentioning Lisa used Lenny's car and how hypocritical it is with Todd. Uh, Adriana is, was so evil. She says she decided to come clean in her confessional. They're still mad at Nicole, but she's okay with it. And I'm just like, you are so dirty, dude. He really is. And like she yeah. just like and like she picks and chooses like who she really wants to like ride ride for. It's like it's weird to me. I feel like she rides for Lisa, which yeah. is crazy. The she most loves Lisa. Like you can yeah. like, she wants to defend her. Like, even though like if any of the other girls did bring up what like Lisa was doing, she wants to defend her. Yeah, and Lisa rides for her. I feel like, but like obviously Julia, like she thinks that they're that Thelma Louise girl, you know. Um, Lisa comes, you know, she's two hours late. She's ready to call out Alexia. Lisa says Alexia's delivery is always, is not always the best. Poor Gertie is watching this and she had just found out from her doctor that she has to go under again and she doesn't want to be around this toxic environment. And I feel really bad for her. She's leaving. No one seems to care. And, and then she says, just so you guys know, I, and like Lisa kind of seemed annoyed with her too. But, like, and it's because they didn't know what Gertie's going through. Gertie's like, I'm having another surgery. So I get why she's looking at it this way, where she's like, life is so short. Why? Am and I have a surgery in two days, and I have to go back under. And I'm sitting here watching this toxic bullshit right now. I would never. Like, she good for her. Like, I, it was nice probably for her to get out of the house and, like, get some, like, nut, some of the goodies that Marisol was giving. So, like, thank God there was, like, goodie bags and yeah. stuff. But, like, I would never. Like, I, I would never put myself through that. Yeah. And it, through it all, Adriana's staying silent. And to me, it's like your guilt is showing. 100%. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried to mute that and then I accidentally clicked on mute. I'm so sorry. Uh, but yeah, I felt like Beverly Hills of Miami, both great episodes. 
I like I love them both. But did we like you know I do think like <laughs> Lisa it, Lisa and um Alexia like they both I don't know why they were why they both can't understand each other or why Lisa just is keeps bringing it up every single week too. Yeah, like what do you mean? Like when she walked in, she kind of yeah, like, said Yeah, like she's like she like even like last episode I said the same thing like she like it took her a while to actually like understand what went down on their trip and like how they confronted her. But it's like, she literally cannot let things go. So she just keeps bringing it up, bringing it up. And it's like, have a conversation with them on the side, like stop bringing it into the parties. Yeah. I, I, but with Adriana as her hype man, I can only imagine what Adriana says to her on the side, you know, like Adriana is such a terrible influence. So not to blame it on Adriana, but first off what they did to Lisa and how they confronted her was messed up. If I was Lisa, the second that they, like, acted annoyed about my legal stuff, like, you know, she walked in two hours late and she was like, I had legal stuff. I would never bring up the legal stuff again. Same. Yeah, I agree with you. Because I'd be like, why would I ever talk about it with you guys? You guys don't need to know my business anymore. That's yeah. how I would think about it. I would agree. But, yeah. I'm, you guys, I'm sorry that I sound like Chantal. There's, we started this, what, in March or I don't even know, February or March. And... Uh, the amount of time that they've heard me, our listeners have heard me sick. Like, I apologize for all this. I really just, like, hope, like, once you have the baby, you're really okay. And if not, like, I think I've you... never been like this, Chantel, without know, the, like, this pregnancy. And I've never been this in any of my pregnancies. I think we need to look at your pantry and see what you're eating over there, okay? Oh, my gosh. Honestly, I've been eating fruits and orange. I've been eating, like, three oranges a day where I just cut them up. I add some pink salt into it, and I eat it, and I slurp it, and it's so juicy. And I'm like, this is great. So I have been doing that, and... Uh, you know, like, I, I, you know what you need to be eating? Like, like orange has, like, probably, like, the least amount of vitamin C out of a lot of fruits. You need to be eating cherries, cranberries, uh, like, eat those kind of types of vitamin C, okay? yeah cherries I, if you can get cherries eat them go go to this go get cherries right now you'll feel better all right i'm about to go i'm going yeah. to get cherries y'all <laughs> well thank you guys so much for listening if you're not on our patreon uh join us there we have so much fun on patreon we have a really great community uh check out all about for everything real housewives bravo tv uh follow us on our instagram page at all about podcast anything else Chantel? No, I hope you guys have a great weekend, and yeah. Yeah, sorry for the delay in this. Chantal and I are just, I'm sick. Chantal is wedding planning. She's under three weeks away. She's dying one today. day or two days, not a delay. Well, I think it is. I feel like For us, because we like, like to do it that night, but like, Yeah, know? whatever. People probably right. haven't watched it yet. I swear. I know. It's a lot, you guys. I'm overwhelmed with everything, but stay tuned <laughs> for our Tanisha interview. Yeah, uh, we're going to release that on Tuesday, right? Yep, right after the reunion we'll, re we'll release it. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. We love you. Have a great weekend. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.